the voice must be lubricated <laughs> for the podcast. Yes, love. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. One, two, three. Three. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bahalaka podcast. Podcast. Oh, my voice sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> See what a little adjustment will do? Yes. Um, y'all, show them the thermometer. Show them the thermometer. Why did you get it out earlier? I don't know. What we got, y'all? Wow. Wow. It's not 85 degrees. We have the air conditioning running in the background. First episode with it, y'all. Because of (laughs) your guys' support (laughs) with the Bahalaka podcast, we were able to um, afford this air conditioner for the office space. So, guys, right from our pocket. So, thank you guys. His pocket. So much for supporting the podcast. Uh, Road to 100 followers. Um, So thank you guys so much for supporting us because with your support and dedication to um, what we do, Mm -hmm. we now have a cool room to do this podcast in. So right now we're going to deliver way better content from here on out. So Uh, thank you guys. You fucking bought the AC from Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. Um, I don't know when we last did an ep- when we last recorded. It's been a while. Mm, we, like two weeks ago. We've had a busy week, dude. It's been all. It's been already a whole month since I shaved my my mustache. Mustache. And honestly, it's, it's grown fast. Yes. It's those hot summer days bearing down on my skin. It. I Honest, missed it. Yeah, I missed it. So it's it's coming back so- slowly. Long. Um, the hair is getting long too, y'all. Next episode, your boys gonna be rocking a different hairstyle, most likely. So we'll see how that goes. Mullet 2.0. Mullet 2.0. We'll see how it looks. I might not like it, but we'll see. Okay. But uh, yeah, guys, we're here to do some, some, some podcasting. Yeah. Um. And yeah. let's just start with what we're gonna talk about. I mean, we we split it up into two parts, but just um, an early. Congratulations to Greta Gerwig. Yes. Do you know why? See the headline this morning? No, I didn't. First solo woman director to hit over one billion in global revenue for a movie. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Greta. <laughs> so Greta did it. Yeah. Congrats, Greta. Yeah. She's great. I love her. I still haven't seen Little Woman though. You, you need to watch it. Yeah, watch it with me. Oh, you wanna? Mm. Good. We'll watch that later. Watch that later. Okay. Thanks for sending us the video of us dancing, Leslie. <laughs> yep. Uh, guys, we have... I mean, it's all the rage right now, right? Greta Gerwig's yeah. movie. The indie... Indie <laughs> classic. Uh, we're talking about Barbie. We love Barbie. We watched it literally a week ago. I'm wearing a shirt that I found at Target. It has all, like... it's It's Barbie, but it's all, like people of color and i love it yeah and we're gonna we're gonna just talk about barbie gender uh and childhood toys childhood toys in the end barbie is a toy that probably a lot of people have grown up with so it's like we've we've definitely there are definitely toys that um have shaped our lives growing up i know like i know definitely for my sisters and i barbie was actually a a big part of our lives Mm -hmm. along with other toys actually i have one of them in the background he's in the back left above reading shoulder if you're watching this but if you're not in the background it's um one of my childhood toys i didn't put him there did you put him there i didn't put him there 
He was in my bag. So how'd he get there? Scary. Anyways. So his name is Baby Dinkleman. He's a little bear in a bunny. A blue bunny suit. Yeah. Onesie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I just thought it would be nice to have him here since we'll be talking about childhood toys. And later on we'll be discussing our thoughts on Barbie the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just all that that movie really does because mm-hmm. you know i saw it with with vicky and her family and yep. the, i was you know talking to people i'm at work like like have you seen the barbie movie yet um it's, like, it's still all over tiktok and it's been out yeah, for a yeah, while yeah. and i just kept telling people like yeah it is a very smart mm-hmm. thoughtful movie so we'll, we'll talk about that in the second part but first we're gonna talk about Childhood. Yeah, just childhood and just how we just interacted with toys because mm-hmm. toys are for kids. For tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit. And I feel like toys are a very memorable memorable part of one's childhood and um, our develop and their development overall. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, it does it does have a very big influence into how a person's life or just development turns out so mm-hmm. um, i know you did a little bit of research are you gonna kind of funnel that in uh, some of it some of it comes up in like the last few questions we mm-hmm. have in regards to childhood toys so mm-hmm. if when they come up i'll i'll be talking about some of them because i like research <laughs> so let's start off with just like because you know i feel like toys are so tied with memory mm-hmm. so we'll start off with like which toy like out of all the toys that you played with let's just start yeah. off with like the most memorable one i think the most memorable one um, was definitely my Little Mermaid, uh, toy. I think like, it just was, like well, describe it to me. It was so it's a plush, and it's um, I know the most memorable part of that toy for me was her hair was made of yarn, so it was red yarn. So it it was pretty cool when I could braid her hair and everything. Um, was this like a McDonald's promo thing? Or no, was no, this? no. It was definitely something we got from the Disney store. I, I think. see. Uh, and I don't know. Like, it was like definitely from like a Disney store, but I can't remember if it was given to me as a, as a gift from my parents mm-hmm. or we were out together. I just remember playing with her all the time, and I I was I think I remember telling you this story, but I was very sad when um she she was very worn out because I played with her a lot. I brought her everywhere. She was one of the toys I remember going to like just sleeping with, like on my nap times and everything. And I just remember one nap time. I I uh, was falling asleep and I just dropped her like onto the floor and when I woke up and I was gonna go try to find her couldn't find her damn I didn't know where she was and um, I think because she was so worn out and like beaten up like a sure. dog toy yeah um, and like dirty I guess but I'm like I could have put it in the washer I think it would have been mm-hmm. fine but I think my parents just took her away and threw her out like. It's like the Toy Story meme. It's like, I've had enough. Like, like I'm done with you. I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. So that's she, your standout. Yeah, that is a baby Dinkleman. It was it was Ariel mm-hmm. as a plush. Yes. Because she was my favorite princess at the time. Besides Belle. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you? So this is where, like, we're. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a good commentary or just a good discussion. It's because... I <laughs> don't think that I really grew up with toys in the traditional sense. Um, I don't think I really have a big favorite because 
either one, I, I don't really have a lot of memories associated with it because I think either one, I was too picky mm-hmm. or two, I found out what I liked straight away and it wasn't toys. It mm-hmm. was games. It was books. Um, so I think the number one standout toy for me as like a child, um, it was probably my Game Boy Advanced SP. Nice. And this one was cool because it was kind of like a flip. Like it was like, it was like a perfect square, but you could like flip it over so oh, you could protect, nice. so it could protect the screen. But that's not the important part because it was nice and compact. It looked like a, like a, like a big like a makeup eyeshadow thing, you know. Fit it in your pocket. Um, you could fit it in your pocket, sure. I think I just carried it around in like in one of my hands. <laughs> I always had it in my hand, um, and I think it ran on. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. And I'm also pretty sure it ran on like you could charge it. I don't remember. Mm. Either way, I, I always had to fully charge with if it was batteries or something like that. Cool. But the thing that was clutch about it, uh, the screen could light up. Oh, nice. It wasn't, like, dark. Mm-hmm. It Like, for example, like, when previous ones, like, it, would, it wouldn't even look like, it wouldn't even look like this. It would, it would be, like, dim. Yeah, and it would just be all, like, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black text and... Okay. Exactly. And it was very hard to see during the nighttime or mm-hmm. just when, like, you're, um, when the lighting isn't good. Mm-hmm. But with the Game Boy Advance SP, it was, it changed the game. Mm. I can now, like, play in bed with the blanket over me. Yeah. Play on, like, the nighttime drives home from a, fa- from, from a family party. <laughs> um, and it just, it hit. Mm-hmm. It was, I had that in my hand all the time playing Games like Pokemon and um, uh, there's a strategy game called Advance Wars that I played a lot. Um, Golden Sun. Um, yeah, props to my brother for really getting me a lot of those games, though. Yeah. These these weren't purchases from my parents mm-hmm. because oh. I feel like my brother introduced me to gaming, uh-huh. and for him for that I'm very very thankful. Were those so were those games hand me downs or he bought them? No, brand like new he for bought you? me, and I do have this one memory. I do have this one. Me- I don't know how. Okay, I got I got to tell this before I even forget. There was one memory that I had where the game Advance Wars. Mm-hmm. They actually made a recent re-release of it. It looks pretty cool. I actually might buy it because it brings like nostalgia. <laughs> but um, I think my, he had a copy and I had a copy, so that way we could play each other, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. There's like a like like a like a hard link cable that you would just connect between the two Game Boys, and then you could like play each other and be competitive and stuff. Oh. But I'm pretty sure at one point I. I either destroyed mine or like I put it in the dryer or like it melted with like a chocolate bar or something like that and then just oh. got chocolate all over it. Okay. And um, I think I got so ashamed that I couldn't tell my brother that I lost it mm-hmm. or like I broke it or whatever. And then I, I like hid it in like in like my game cabinet where like he knew where that was. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just like put it off to the side and I just started playing Pokemon again and other games, you know. I was too ashamed to, to tell my brother about how I broke the game that he gave me. And then, like, a few weeks later, or, like, a week later, I, I go check my drawer again. I'm like, ugh, I, I should just throw this away now. And there was a new copy of it Aww. in the drawer. Aww. Yeah. Aww. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is my brother's? Like, what happened? What happened here? <laughs> how do you know? So anyway. And he never talked to me about it. He just mm. he just kind of showed it up. But anyway, that's my main thing. Um, I also read a lot of books. 
Lemony Snicket, Harry Potter. I read a lot of books um, to uh, my stuffed animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a, a movie that had its big impact on me was Hotel for Dogs. It had Emma Roberts and Jake T. Austin in there mm. with the leads, and um, I wanted to do Hotel for Dolls. <laughs> is there a, is there like a, dude? You know what would be a sick like HBO miniseries? What? Did you ever watch like the Magic? Did you ever read the Magic Treehouse books? Mm-hmm. That's one of the books I would read to to my dolls. I need to reread that. There's also like Wayward, Wayward School. Fuck, what's it called? There are some twisted books when I was a kid. It was called like uh, Wayward High. I don't know. Oh. Anytime the light does that, guys, because the AC's pumping. Wayward <laughs> School. Yeah, so I had Hotel for Dolls. Um, Wayside School. That's what what it's is called. that? This was the icon. This one right here, Sideways Stories from Wayside School by Lewis Sakar. I never read classic, that. One. Classic, 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 classic. That, that shit gave me nightmares too. There's some cool ones in there. But anyway, they should <laughs> they should do more more like mature series. Like I would love to watch like a like a. I would like to see Magic Treehouse though. Magic Treehouse would be sick. Yeah. I'm like these kids. They're they're way in over their head. They're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is what they meant like we need, like all this experience and everything you need for your resume and that's what they already have all that mm-hmm. <laughs> um sorry but let me just continue with my train of thought here so yeah i didn't have a lot of toys my toys were mostly uh games and books but the toys that i did have they weren't hand-me-downs from my from my brother and sister because they're already much older at that point mm-hmm. they're um they're 12 and 10 years older than me respectively and um, a lot of my toys would be interacting with other kids. So, um, and me wanting to fit in with them. So, mm. um, for example, when I went to Sunday school, because my oh, parents man. were like kind of ashamed that I'd never got my first communion because they are Catholic and stuff and they want to, you know, make sure that I'm a good Catholic boy. Um, they sent me to Catholic school. Make sure you're- Good Filipino kid. So I'm sure I'm a good Filipino <laughs> kid, by the way. Um, and I got to play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards for the first time. Mm-hmm. I watched the show. I watched the shit out of it. I would watch cartoons all day, and I knew how to play. But like the, I was given like the hand-me-down cards from these kids that didn't want to play, that wanted that that didn't want these cards anymore. And I was also exposed to Beyblade. <laughs> which is like such a meme like kids toy yes like wow we're gonna it's like monster trucks but Spins. but anime <laughs> um and yeah, I, I just didn't have a lot of my own toys dude mm. Mm-mm. that's it a lot really. of a lot of mine and my sister's toys became hand-me-downs that we would send over to the philippines so a lot of ours were like brand new that we would have for a long time mm-hmm. and um I think I remember telling you this too. Like some of my sister's favorite toys, they would, um, I would find them in the trash, but my sisters would never know because they had so many other ones. They definitely had more toys than I did, and I would, I would play with their stuff too. We'll like all hang out. They definitely got. Um, I think we had a Barbie house. We did. We had a Barbie house. Um, played with that. It had a oh my god, and an elevator. It was so fucking cool. Like battery powered. No, it, you have to, it's manual. Oh, you have to like do a, it yourself. Like a pulley. Yeah, you have to pull it up yourself. Um, Nika and Bianca also got uh, a, a kitchen. So I always loved being um, a customer mm-hmm. 
<laughs> in there at the restaurant and um, sometimes it would there would actually be real food but just cereal Fruit yeah. loops and milk and stuff it's like would you like milk with your cereal yeah <laughs> cute yeah i wish i got to do that type of stuff when i was a kid like i when i was home like my sister and brother they were too old for me to like really play with them right so we couldn't do like imagination type stuff like in that one bluey episode you showed me mm. um Wait, so most one? the one where like the dad's like a like a boat or whatever oh oh with all the crayons yeah yeah, oh, yeah. markers the felt markers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're doing like the running or what's like with the grandpa too and they're running like a little restaurant oh yeah, yeah. right 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 i think um, you're talking for the first one that's rug island and then yeah. oh yeah and the grandpa didn't know how to use smart like delivery apps <laughs> he did not use like doordash yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing <laughs> So, and and that's fine. I mean, I found my own, like, fun in just getting getting lost in my own worlds. Yeah, you were and then, creative. And then also, ways. I found the computer. Mm-hmm. So, I was on the computer all the time, playing, like, Miniclip and AddictingGames.com and RuneScape. Um, that you play still now. That I still play, yes. Mm-hmm. As a 28-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> my sisters and I, we would play on the family computer. Mm-hmm. We had um, CDs and everything that we would... Uh, put in i remember one of them was like a dr seuss like games that we would all that all three of us would play and then there was this one other game i can't i can't remember but it had a had a bird and her name was mango i can't remember the actual (laughs) thing but it was all educational but it was really fun that my Mm -hmm. sisters and i enjoyed um and then we also went when i think our first introduction to video games was when my mom bought a Nintendo DS? 3DS? I think. 3DS is pretty recent. Oh, DS. Nintendo DS. The first ours DS. Was pink, the first one. Okay. And um, it had the stylus and everything. and. I remember playing the shit. <laughs> Did you ever play Nintendogs? No. My, Bro. My mom wouldn't let me get it. Dude, I would. <laughs> I would. I would. We're legit going to get a DS so you can play Nintendogs. <laughs> and you're going to get the dog that looks just like Mushu. <laughs> and you're going to take care of virtual Mushu. Yes. And real Mushu. <laughs> You could teach your dog how to break dance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you, yes, I remember the commercials. You would be like, I'd be like, I would name my dog like like Spike. I'd be like, Spike, break dance. <laughs> Spike, do a flip. Like the like the dogs from the Barbie movie. Yeah, that yeah. It's <laughs> cute. Um, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of Mario games that my sisters and I would play. I know mm-hmm. one of one of them is like memorable because uh, it was the ones we had to like blow into into the mic to get Mario to jump. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then we definitely ha- we definitely have to learn how to share. And that's hard with all three of us. Especially with me. I'm, I always hogged it because I'm like, I'm the oldest. Nice. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> you, have, you have to play Luigi now because you're player two. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, I think another nice one since we're, we'll be talking about Barbie later. We did have a Barbie car. It's like small cars that like we had to charge. I can tell that you're already well off because you had a car. <laughs> a car for a kid. Yeah. My sisters and I they would they would um they'll be in there, but I think I remember um <laughs> I forgot because um I just I don't get it, dude. <laughs> it was fun. It's we like had a big It's at like the time hey, we had a big backyard. You know what would be sick? It's like <laughs> Dude, like these are adult things. It's like, "Hey, Hey, five-year-old, here's a, I don't know, here's a, here's a court summons. That's the toy. Yeah. Or like, hey, here's, um. Jury duty for kids. Court summons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or like, 
Here's a. Uh, Where are you trying to go out here? Dude. I had a Barbie car. We had a Barbie car. It's yeah, fun. dude. And you probably like rammed into the walls and shit. I ran over my sisters. <laughs> I remember. I think what was funny. Uh, they're fine. Okay. But I remember scaring my sisters. They were against the wall. And me charging at them with the car. That's manslaughter. That's <laughs> that's the heel. That's the heel. Vehicular manslaughter. Vehicular manslaughter. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, they're fine. But they'll be screaming at me, like, at this stop. <laughs> Those things we were... probably don't even have seatbelts, bro. No, there aren't. No. But I think it's, I think it's cute because I think there's a picture of my sister somewhere and they have, like, their, like, Dora, Dora Bobs. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I love, we love that Barbie car. Um, there was definitely a time when we knew we weren't going to go back when it's just been out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. The color is fading. And it won't charge anymore. And I was yeah. like, oh. Battery's dead. Yep. That's it. Uh, what toys did you wish you had as a kid but never got? I wanted an Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> There's no way like that shit's good for you. No, probably not. It's like the most low-quality sugar. Yeah, but did I? I don't remember ever having one. I remember like, did we have one? I can't, I don't know. My memory's kind of like, Mm-hmm. No, but like I wanted proper easy bake oven. I feel like I played with someone's, and that's why I wanted it. But like I don't think, you know, it's it's really being you're you're baking it with a light inside. Like how is that working? But I did want an easy bake oven. Mm-hmm. I wanted more Barbies, but my, because uh, we did have Barbies and they were there was definitely a lot, like like weird Barbie in the movie. Did you I have one? Did you have? One. Did you have? Barbies of non-white skin color? No, it's a lot of it's all like regular Barbie and Ken, and then I would. How just about like at least like the brunette Barbie? Maybe I think we had a brunette one, but I think we had like maybe three or four. But like as soon as my parents saw that we were making them do splits all the time and draw, especially I don't remember drawing on them. I just remember picking them up and I'm like, who who the fuck is drawing, putting makeup? You have Kate McKinnon Barbie. <laughs> Huh? You have Kate McKinnon Barbie. We created a Kate McKinnon Barbie. That's how. That's how you get a weird Barbie. Yeah. We created them. My sisters definitely drew on them. Sometimes, so <laughs> I think there was like blush in one of them. Nice. At one point, but um, yeah, and then we they won't be able to stand anymore because we made them do splits all the time. There were there were some, I can't remember, but like you could bend their knees and everything rather than keeping it straight. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta get fine. used to that. That's fine. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, and then I, d- I think they stopped buying us Barbies. I, d- I wanted more, especially when they came up with more of a different careers and you can collect all of these. Um, but yeah, they stopped because uh, my parents caught me having Barbie and Ken, like, kiss and make out with each other. That was it. I, I, I didn't know what sex was, but I was, I don't know where I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> just in the brain. It's just, just there. Yeah. I don't know how. I, I remembered, like, I was having them do it on the stairs. And my mom walked by. I was like, what are you doing? And we didn't get Barbies after that. It's because you watched Titanic as a kid. And you knew. Honestly, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing in the car? <laughs> uh, oh, don't answer it to you? What did you want? But you didn't get. Again, I, I kind of had all the toys that I had on the internet. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, but, but I guess physical toys? I guess the one 
toys that I was jealous that other boys had uh, were Nerf guns. Um, but I'm kind of glad now that I, didn't, that I did not get them because I'm pretty sure if my if my parents got me Nerf guns, I'd be in the military right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's... It, it's could it could be a thing, you know, especially if you there play might be a, a correlation. There there is a, lo- a correlation to that. It it's one of the things that could influence your interests as you get old, older. So it could have been. They they take a picture of you before, <laughs> like with, with a Nerf gun, and if you were to get in the military, <laughs> it's like you're you're. <laughs> it's like you got like the Barbie gun. Yeah, you have like the bar not the Barbie gun, the Barbie Barbie gun. Oh my god, the Barbie car. It's like. My kids first. Military fatigues. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, G.I. Joe. Those kind of toys, Shit, you know? I knew it. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of toys yeah, like I, that. Yeah, I, I didn't want, like, Transformers or anything like that. Mm. I, I really liked Hot Wheels. All the... I like the loops. That would have been nice. Oh, but dude. I, I know I definitely was thinking, oh, no, that's for boys. Yeah, I had a cousin that had, like, those racetracks like, where the Hot Wheels would go really, really fast yeah. and stuff. And I just got scared by it because, like, I could I could smell like the the burning, like the burning, like chemicals and rubber. Okay, when, when they're going super fast. When they're going super super fast, I'm like, this is dangerous. <laughs> so then I didn't like it. I just wanted to play with them. That's it. Well, yeah. I want to play with toys again. I think I think. Uh, you uh, do. It's called your phone, bro. Yeah, I play zoom zoom. Um, I would like to play more with Legos now. Never know? had Legos either. My cousins had Legos. We had those big chunky ones, and I remember my sisters and I, we built chair, a, a big-ass Lego chair, and we got to sit on them. And I remember building, like, we. I always built, like, walls around my sisters so they couldn't get out. Legos, <laughs> uh, Lincoln Logs. I didn't have Lincoln Logs. Didn't have any of that shit. Mm. Mm. Why did my parents get me toys, ma? discovered video games did you ask for toys no no well, maybe there's that that's the thing because they thought toys would distract from my academics mm. but yet you found games and that games distracted me from my academics too yeah so. yeah yeah so <laughs> i lost cause there but um continuing from there in your opinion what makes a good toy for a kid a child multi-purpose mm-hmm. uh uh, the ability to get make it a, a kid creative. So, Legos is a pretty good example. Yes. Legos. Um, Not the ones like uh, sure, like even the sets too. I mean, if you're yeah. able to create something that isn't um, like the Harry Potter diagonally, like if you make something different from there, yeah. that's 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 great. Um, just anything that kind of has like a for for the user to have just mm-hmm. open imagination. Like one of my uh, nephews. Um, He's older now, but mm-hmm. he still plays a little bit of Minecraft, and um, he, he's just like a gangster with like redstone, mm-hmm. and like uh, he's able. He made a freaking calculator that can like oh yeah 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 appear on the screen. It's crazy. I'm just like, dude, like this is a game where you're supposed to just like kill skeletons and avoid creepers and mine diamonds or build fucking big ass mansions. <laughs> and you're out here making like a whole ass functional calculator yeah. in the game. So I'm just like. Okay, that's sick. I didn't do that, but yeah, yeah, that's cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, just anything that 
anything that inspires active, active play and creativity. And one of the things I want to talk about is I watch Bluey a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for all ages. Mm-hmm. And um, thinking about this episode, uh, about talking about the things we're talking about in this episode, I thought about um, episode Flatpack in Bluey. And basically that's, um, I think it's a great allegory for um, evolution and everything because um, while Bluey's parents, um, what's his name, Chili and Bandit, they're they're making a porch swing for their backyard, and all of the all of the materials like the cardboard, the styrofoam, they keep like throwing it in the backyard. And Bluey and Bingo, they're sisters, so and they're there's a they're both toddlers basically, and they they take all of those things and they're creating. They they start off as like as like um I don't know fucking fish. And all, with all these different materials, they're building they're building um, buildings out of the materials that the parents are just throwing out. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like to the parents, it's just like, oh, it's, this is trash. But to the kids, they're able to create um, different environments out of all of them. Like one of the um, parts of the porch swing, they they the kids treat that as a as um as a tree and they become monkeys and, you know, like swinging around from them. And it's yeah. great. I love it. Like I yeah. said, it's it's a whole allegory for um, <laughs> for evolution and just life and death, and all all in seven minutes. It's fucking beautiful, and the the score for it is great. Makes me cry. <laughs> I love Bluey. You should just have a Bluey episode in the future. Okay, bet. <laughs> all right. Next up here. Go ahead. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah. Um, so the next part, when we're talking about childhood toys, is how do gender toys affect child development? And I think you did some research on this, yeah? Yeah, I did. So in here, I, I have like notes because I love my notebook and taking notes. I wrote that toys that fall into gender stereotypes tend to provide children a sense of what goes along with being a boy and a girl. Like, um, like for example, you want that easy bake oven. Right. That's that's they usually have that geared towards girls. All the commercials and stuff like footballs, it. Nerf guns, uh, Beyblades. Mm-hmm. All for boys. All for boys. Um, usually, and then there's also like especially like Happy Meals. I was like, do you want the boys one or the girls one? Oh yeah, fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, so that was sad. But um, toys are also a crucial indicator of what skills or personality traits young children are acquiring as they play. And then um, when it comes to countering gender stereotypes, it's, it's, it's necessary if we want to open up all of the different possibilities and interests for our children as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Dr. Lauren Springer from her 2018 study regarding gender flexibility in toy play, uh, mixed gender play is really important getting boys and girls to play with one another and recognize behavioral similarities. Um, strictly only providing boys more masculine toys and girls more feminine toys also further limits their creativity and development. For example, um, from one, also from her study, she says, Traditionally, masculine toys like blocks and puzzles encourage uh, visual and spatial skills, while traditionally feminine toys encourage communication and social skills. So if children only play with one of them... Hold on, blocks and puzzles are a masculine toy? Yeah, te- like not just that, but just in general from the studies that they've they've done not it's not always especially with how they look and how they advertise it that's usually for <laughs> that's more masculine 1000 piece puzzle yeah <laughs> solve it with your bros <laughs> what but yeah it's it's 
they are technically more masculine, and there's d- different toys that are feminine. Solve this 1,000-piece puzzle of these cute little kitty cats in a basket. <laughs> but, yeah, if children only play with the one, then they are missing out on a whole host of skills. Um, sure. So, so, yeah, there's... I would have loved to work with an Easy Bake Oven when I was a kid. That'd be sick. Yeah, imagine that. Then, like, then... Mom, try my Champarado muffin. <laughs> my Ube cookie. My Ube cookie. <laughs> It, yeah, so it's like just sticking to only one um, type of like gendered toy. It, you know, you don't know what that could do to a kid growing up because especially there's there's if you look in the Target section and Target uh, toy section in Target, there's a lot of like toys that you can look at and it could be for any gender now. You know, for kids. Do they have a female operation or a female presenting operation? Not that I know of. Is it still that white guy with like the weird ass far quad haircut? I I think so. I don't think they, I don't think there's a female one of that. Is there one from Monopoly? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I think there, I think there might be one from Monopoly. Unless I could be imagining things. But um, there's st- especially for younger for like toddlers and everything. There's a lot Dude, more. Dude, Operation was a hard ass game. Okay. I'm like thinking about it now. <laughs> I never played it. <laughs> Steady hand. Yeah. Number one, Sergeant. Yeah. If, if oh my god, if all of your toys were just medical stuff, and then all of a sudden you're in the medical field, then there you go. You know. Yeah, and I knew that was my. Co- I knew that med- the medicine wasn't my calling. So I would just be like, <laughs> every single time. <laughs> Uh, I think when my sisters and I played doctor, it was just us giving each other shots. And it's like, here's your flu oh. vaccine. Oh. No, actual. I would do that with, like, lead pencils. With, like, the... Oh, yeah. Uh. Like, Ow! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we would have, like, a, a like a doctor, like, kit. Nice. We, there would be actual... We started keeping actual Band-Aids in there. So if we actually had a paper cut, then we would go to our little, our fake <laughs> doctor kit. Cute. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, a lot of, a lot, it, it's nice to ha- to be able to play with both, um, like, masculine and feminine toys, because there's different skills that you can t- learn from them. But there's also a lot more toys being developed now that is, it's like, it's, it's any gender. It's gender neutral. Yeah, it's all, it's all gender neutral. Um, but, like what we were talking about before, about the what makes a good toy for a child as long as it inspires active play because um that isn't that 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 inspires creativity and everything you know that isn't always just the ipad right there's a lot of ipad kids out there (laughs) i'm one you are one i am one too (laughs) i do like i do like watching stuff while i do other things but yeah I, there's always an iPad kid at, at like every party. Yeah. There was one at the party that I went to that we went to over the weekend. Which one? Well, obviously the first one. <laughs> the first one. I didn't see. Oh. There was one. You're right. And I'm like. You're right. I remember is, now. Is that kid brushing like a monster's teeth right now? <laughs> it's kind of dope. That's great because now he can <laughs> he knows how to brush his own teeth. It's kind of dope. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go and just segue into Barbie. So yeah, y'all. Uh, from here on out, spoiler alert: if you have not seen Barbie, yes. you have been warned. Please <laughs> go see it. If you do go see it, um, wear some pink. Watch it with some friends. Uh, watch it with friends of the opposite sex, maybe. 
um, or just someone that it's might for everybody, or someone that might have a different view as you. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a very eye-opening film. Lots to talk about, and it poked fun at both me and Vicky, and we enjoyed it oh immensely. Oh, my God. We were, like, we were definitely, like, elbow-jabbing each other <sighs> during the movie. There was this one where, like, you, you like, we were, I think we were holding hands, and, like, you held my hand tighter, and then I could also see my sisters, like, peering over to me when a certain part came up, and they're, like, I'm, like, I, I know you guys are thinking about me. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, let's start off with... What were your favorite parts with the movie? Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, fucking play this the rest of this episode when you come back, after seeing it. Um, I mean, just speaking as a dude that never really grew up with Barbie, mm. even like around my sister, she didn't really have Barbie either. I never really was involved with the world. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I got, the only thing I knew about Barbie was the Aqua song. Um, Aqua song? Oh, I'm a Barbie girl. That one? Okay, got it. Hiya, Barbie. Anytime Ryan Gosling was on screen, mm-hmm. um, he <laughs> was great. Um, I mean, people were hyping him up, but also people were like, kind of like saying, like, bro, Ryan Gosling's already too old. Who cares if he like was good as a kid that could play a Ken? Like, I was, he's I old was... now, but he was great. And everything, it made nope. it more sense for him to be older. Because Barbie has been around for a long time. Kind of makes so sense. So was Ken. Old. Yeah, so was so Ken. So was all of those other Barbies that were there. Uh, he killed it. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people just giving him praise for it. and Especially he... in the press tour. It's like it, it's like Ken never left. Because he is Ken. Right. He is Knuff. He is Knuff. <laughs> um, yeah, he's great. He has complex layers despite playing what could be like a very simple character right so it's just seeing him discover yeah seeing him discover um what the real world is like with like the whole patriarchy scene Mm -hmm. um just the highlight of all like the manly stuff like when he's exploring by himself i'm just like bro like that's that's such a good montage that really just expresses Mm -hmm. like how unequal the real world is yeah um because in, in especially there when they're in the real world um they're both i think both barbie and ken they're trying to find their way on uh, in life right they're trying to find more to it but um and in the end i i even wrote in my notebook in the end they find out that patriarchy fails both of them i mean even when ken brings patriarchy into barbie land um he he lost interest a long time ago when he realized horses weren't a part of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But like in the end, the only reason why he did that is he thought Barbie would be able to acknowledge him finally. But he didn't even he didn't even get that. But he still kept going along with it. But it, even that was just stifling he him, him even more. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean the patriarchy just sets like unrealistic expectations for men mm-hmm. and um it just it just really talks about mental health for men and how like every time someone says it's like it's anti-men it's like no it's anti-patriarchy and a lot mm-hmm. of people are giving their input on that as well and because it because it's we're we're getting more insight for for the women of course but we're also seeing how men are portrayed in real life too and what 
patriarchy has has done to them where they need to appear masculine because that's what a man should be like yeah there's like know? there's like um i forgot where it came from but there was something where it was like talking about how like the certain communities and cultures where it's all about male empowerment mm -hmm. they're the ones that are like hating on this movie when in reality this m movie is giving a lot of like we're, representation we're, yes. for for men and giving in a different sense power mm -hmm. to men because it makes them more vulnerable which yes. is and and which makes it sh which shows that being vulnerable is okay because patriarchy is saying you can't show your emotions you can't do this and that because you're a man you have to hide all of that you have to be mm -hmm. being violent and aggressive is your only way on getting through getting to the top mm -hmm. right but it's but look at how unhappy like all of all of them were like <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um poor ken but at the same time i it's I, I i am upset that i mean it's nice that barbie apologized at the end saying how um i'm sorry for ignoring you mm -hmm. and everything i didn't realize that was hurting you that badly because at the same time ken never said anything because he always felt like he had to impress be in the her shadow. yeah being the shadow impress her all the time because he was always advertised as barbie's boyfriend right and she's trying she when she even when barbie apologized she's telling him like you can just be Ken. You don't. You don't have to always follow the whole title of being Barbie's boyfriend. Just be Ken. Oh He's man. He's just Ken. <laughs> At the party that we went to over the weekend, I introduced myself to people because I was shy and introverted. I was like, "Hey, Vicky's boyfriend." I know. I'm like, "This is Reedin." Hey, Hi, Vicky's I'm, boyfriend. Hi, I'm the boyfriend. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Why? Because I probably will never see those guys, those people ever again. Like, what does it probably. matter? Probably. Yeah. No, you saw some of them last year, and then you saw them again this year. Yeah. Okay. You never know. Plus, just the way it was, the way the room was situated, I'm like, I can't escape. I have to just, I felt like I was boxing when I walked into that room. I couldn't. It's okay. Just be rated. <sighs> I'm Kenneth. You're Kenneth. You need to take it, like, take in all that energy mm -hmm. and just be Ken. Indeed. Mm -hmm. um, um, but also, like Ken did all of that to make his Kendom, and he never really apologized. He just said, "Thank you, Barbie." <laughs> I wish we got that. But at the same time, that was also real in that a lot of women are always apologizing, not just for our own um, mistakes and everything, but we're also apologizing for other people's mistakes. Why the fuck we do that? Because we, I don't know. I don't know, that's how, that's how it is, and that's also upsetting because I know I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, getting, we get in our head about it. How about, let's, let's mix it up here. So, mm. like, we, we, I obviously found a strong um, relatability to, um, to the dude characters, to, 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 Ken. to Ken and to Alan. Alan? Oh, Alan. Alan was great. Um, I love Alan. I wish we got more of alan yeah i wish he had his own i wish he had his own little mini story we yeah got, we got like a little taste a little sample but it never really went anywhere when he was trying to escape him yeah i i, I never imagined michael sarah <laughs> fighting all those men <laughs> i was right. like this is what i needed i want more of this from him <laughs> just, just watch scott pilgrim it's, it's all there oh you're right um 
and you obviously identify more with what Barbie went through. Oh, but I cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the Billie Eilish song hit different. But it really did. Um, how about like, let's do a little flip-flop. In mm-hmm. what ways do you relate to Ken? And, and then I'm going to do in what ways do I relate to Barbie? Um, man, oh, I always, yeah, I always found myself relating to Barbie. I never really, you know, for Ken. But isn't it kind of, kind of the same? Because in the real world, it is flipped. Where mm-hmm. like, because in in Barbie Land, sure, a lot of the Kens were always overlooked, but in in the f- when it's flipped, now it's the women in general that's overlooked, mm-hmm. right? So I I I still relate to both of them in a way because we see how their lives are taken in both the real world and Barbie Land. So I think it's kind of still similar, even if I were to be in the perspective of Ken. Okay. I think one I, I'm Ken in Barbie Land. I think one for me is like towards the beginning when when the the idea of like perfection starts to crack a little bit mm. and uh barbie's just like you guys ever think about dying yeah um or just like at being able to talk be, being able to party. be yeah at being able to be vulnerable and stuff like that and being able to talk about serious topics like that like it's kind of shunned upon it really is no one really wants to talk about it because it's a mood killer or like you want to sort of present this perfect image of yourself that you have no mm-hmm. problems but Especially um, in Barbie land, there's there's nothing to worry about. Right. And sometimes living in that perfect life is, like, one of the worst things you can do because, mm-hmm. like, you have to maintain that. Right. And that's not fair to yourself. You got to be able to sort of have these problems in your life and be open about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. And even if everything is, like, super perfect, then it's like, so what else are we doing? Right. Right. That's what makes life interesting. You know, yes. if it's perfect, then like if it's a utopia, then like. What more is there? What more? Yeah. It just the excitement in life yeah. is just gone. Then like how what else are we going to learn from? If everything we're doing, if everything's yeah. like all solved. Where's the know? journey? Yes, exactly. Where's the journey? Yeah. Um, Any other favorite parts? No, I, I honestly am sad that I, I definitely do need to rewatch it again Me too. because it took a while to kind of get used to the sort of um, the flow the, and the, the playful the, element, the playful elements yeah. and the editing, um, and just again uh, get used to the Barbie world because like at a certain point I'm like oh shit they're in the real world now. How the fuck did they get there? And then like oh, my man. my my like problem solving brain I'm just like. How, what happened? Like, how do they? How 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 is Will Ferrell's character gonna get to the Barbie Land? And I'm like, and I'm like, I guess I just have to just let it go and just assume that they're just they're just able to just do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, look at how they how they had speci- weird Barbie gave specific instructions on how to get from Barbie Land to the real world, and well, I missed that part. Oh, I know. I'm just telling you. I'm s- it was because, only four minutes because <laughs> the the. Krikorian. No, no. Sinopolis. The Sinopolis. They didn't bring me my nachos. They were supposed to bring I asked for seats. Supreme Nachos. I was like, he's like, I never get movie theater food. I'm going to splurge because I've had a long day. I want to get some Supreme Nachos and it's going to be delivered right to my lap. And I'm going to enjoy Barbie and without having to get up. We're about like 12, 15 minutes into the movie and I'm like, all the, all the lights are dim. Everyone's already sitting in their seats. Mm-hmm. And I'm just there with like the receipt in my hand. Where are my nachos? 
So then I get up. I miss like pretty significant part of the movie. It's well, so what happened during that part? It's so when... during that part, Weird Barbie was uh, played by Kate McKinnon. She was explaining to stereotypical Barbie, so Margot Robbie's Barbie, um, how to get from um, Barbie Land to the real world, and basically saying whatever you're experiencing right now, like technically she is malfunctioning. Right. Uh, Weird Barbie is saying you got to go into the real world to fix all of this. Here's how to get there. You need to do this, this, and this. And I think around the time that you came back, because um, cause he, he left to go talk to the um, concession stand. I like to have a word with your manager. I never got my nachos. Fucking <laughs> give it to me. We think um, we think they gave it to the wrong. They gave it to the road row. in front of me. Yeah, we saw them give it to a person in, in like the seat that we had said we're getting the nachos. That fucking guy. She's and just I'm, been like, sorry, dude, I didn't get these nachos. And yeah. then he would have been like, oh. Yeah. So I, and, and I think even you said when you were telling them that you never got them, the guy that was serving, that was giving the food, was whispering to the, their coworker and like. Like, I, I gave those out, dude. Like, I gave that, like, <laughs> I gave it to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you didn't even look me in the eye, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was what was happening in the part that you missed. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really miss much. Yeah. Um, you're fine. Uh, I wasn't just, I was also just real. I mean, I guess the most impressive parts to me, aside from Ryan Gosling's performance, um, even though I did like Margot Robbie, she's perfect for the role, but just Ryan just overshined <laughs> everyone else. Um, I just, I would not be surprised. Maybe not an Oscar nom, but a Golden Globe nom. Okay. I could see it. Go I could see it. Um, what am I going to say here? Um, just, what were some of the things that you're most impressed by in Barbie? The practical sets. The set design. The set design. Yeah, set design was the, sick. The transition, the, all the things that they had to do to go from Barbie Land to the real world, all of those, um, all the backgrounds and all the things that they were in, that wasn't CGI. That yep. was actually something that they had to that they built in order yep. to um, create those scenes. And I love how that um, seeing uh, Barbie and Ken go like the first time. I like how that wasn't the only time we saw that. I love how they kept bringing it back in because I'm um, like, they put so much work. Why, why not? I loved it. Um, yeah. I like the waves too at the beach. Those are cool. I'll beat you off. <laughs> I'll beat you off. <laughs> um, that was probably just the most impressive stuff. I mean, the acting was good. Uh, I, I love seeing America forever. Dude, I America forever. Her in a while. Yeah. I well, mean, since, um, she's, she's been in stuff. She, she's she, stuff she hasn't that I stopped. Haven't seen. But uh, Ugly Betty's when I first saw her. And, dude, she's amazing. I mean, her name's America, bro. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> um, I loved her speech. I that definitely like towards the end, yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, that, I was I was definitely crying a lot. Pop off, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. I'm sorry, Debbie Ryan. What? This is a different movie oh, yeah. you're talking about. What the fuck? Um, all. I think it was funny how you were comforting me on one side when all the times I was crying, and then my cousin Ella was on my other side. Like, yeah. Like, she's like patting my arm. She's like, "It's okay, Ate." <laughs> I was just crying so much, and then especially just I loved I loved all of the that emotional it? emotional parts. I think uh, it, I laughed a lot. There was some really good moments. It yeah. felt good. The editing was clean <laughs> in that aspect. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, a whole depression ad in the middle of Barbie. Oh, my God. Which is hilarious. This is the part where I was talking about how, like, because um, when, when Margot's Barbie was basically having an existential crisis, 
um, they when they cut to like a commercial <laughs> of like now introducing depression Barbie, um, like she's got anxiety and and everything, and it's just. She's watching reruns of the BBC's Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. And then you look at me and my sisters are looking at me and I'm just like, fuck. And I had just watched the 2005 Pride and Prejudice a few days before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. And I'm listening to the audiobook again. I'm like, fuck, that's me. I'm like, Why is this so specific? And I'm like, I like Colin Firth's uh, Mr. Darcy, but I really like, fuck, I forgot his name. Matthew. Do you remember the guy from... Um, Succession, Mr. Darcy in the 2005. What's that actor's name? Matthew Perry. Not that is that is Chandler from Friends. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc is fucking Joey. Matthew. It's a Matthew. Mercer. No, no. But I like I like the 2005 Mr. Darcy. But when they introduce that in the movie, just Pride and Prejudice in general, my sisters, I could see them looking at me. From their seats and i'm just like guys listen i know <laughs> that is me <laughs> that is I'm, me i am depression barbie <laughs> um yeah it was a good time i definitely need to rewatch it yeah. um let's watch it again before it or are you just gonna wait until it to be on streaming the fuck okay fine that's fine well we need to watch oppenheimer we'll get around to it i guess okay at least before it leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what parts did we not like? Um, Find so confusing or wish we had more of. We already said we wanted more of Alan. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had more Again, of it was hard to get into like that world at first. Um, there are some like zany worlds where like the world just works differently, where like it's kind of easier to settle in. Um, we kind of like got in there full force, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there was a, I thought there was going to be more like, this wasn't a part of it, but like, like more, t- more like Toy Story esque, where like there's a kid playing with the Barbie, like in the Lego real world, movie, and then it goes into like I don't, I haven't seen Lego movies, so I don't know. Oh. Spoilers, but then it goes Sorry. into like the world, you know. I thought it's gonna be more of that. Well, Will Ferrell's also in Lego Movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and at the sacrifice of having it be like a really like mass appealing movie, mm-hmm. um, uh, because it's be able. Because they have to kind of hit all of these like beats in a certain time frame, like right. fast, fast, fast. Um, you you lose a little bit of uh, intimacy with the movie. I think it took me. I mean, I feel like I had already connected with America's um, character, mm-hmm. but I think I was having trouble accepting like the kid because the kid was so against um, Barbie yeah. and what she stood for. But it was only because like like Barbie was just supposed to be a doll, but yeah. society changed her meaning and really um brought like a negative negative thing on how women should Mm -hmm. view themselves and like how we should keep our appearance keep up our appearances and everything it's a comedy so it has to move fast but i mean that's just the that's like a rule for like any sort of comedy you have to move fast um but i just have a preference for slower moving slower moving movies where i actually get to sit with the with the drama, with the tension. Maybe another 30 minutes. Um, sure. Maybe we could have done a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. more. Or just, uh, I, I mean. Th- I think that's what my parents thought. There was gonna, It was basically going to be like a chid. Uh, chid. I put child and kid together. A child playing with Barbies. Because when they heard 
when we told them we wanted to go watch a Barbie movie, they were like, oh, so it's just going to be kids playing with the toys and Nothing. they're going to come to life type of thing. It's and it's like, it's like, no, it's not like that. We didn't tell them anything else about the movie. Mm-hmm. So after we were done, my mom was just like, that was a lot more than I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I think uh, I think I was kind of confused with like the cr- when the ghost of the creator of Barbie like came up like, I was like, confused on who that person was I'm like I guess she's gonna come up later mm-hmm. right um, again I think I think that part I just need to rewatch or maybe see some people talk about it on TikTok or watch more video essays about it yeah <laughs> um, they're all pretty good all in all I think the Barbie movie was a very smart movie that just brought a lot of conversation to people um, hopefully that they can actually talk about mm-hmm. stuff I hope a lot of people got a lot of catharsis out of it and actually like were able to talk to like their parents or talk about talk about with their significant other or yeah. their friends and family I know about a lot just, of like a lot of people are using it as a test for their relationship because it's yeah. like what kind of things can you talk about and are you able to see eye to eye on how um, the movie portrays things mm-hmm. you know um, again I feel like you and you would just poke fun at each other, but like in a play- playful way. Mm-hmm. But then also in the more like emotional moments, like I was, I was there for you because yeah. I know that like you were feeling some of the I know uh, towards things. Oh my god! Towards the end, like we haven't even left yet. The credits are already rolling, and I'm just like looking at you, and I can't even talk because I'm just crying. I'm yeah. like tearing up right now just mm-hmm. thinking about it. But um, yeah, that was very nice. You didn't even have to ask me anything. You just kind of just held me. No. I'm like I'm okay. Just need to get this out <laughs> um great movie overall please go see it yeah um it's like watching this movie i realized how much like just for my sisters and i how much barbie has really impacted us and that's why we were so excited to go see it um yeah they really did a lot like they they focus they touched upon a lot of different topics especially when it comes to um, like mother and daughter relationships, like made me cry, and then it made me cry, like think about my relationship. Well, that with my one, mom. well, that one quote, it was like the one that made you start crying. Oh it was my like, god! It, it was, was like mothers, mothers stay still so they, so they can, so so their children so their, can look back and see how far they've, they've come. come. Yeah. And I, I was like, <gasps> like I, I just remember going like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was bawling, and I think at that point I wish I could hold my mom and just. I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love you, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's a great movie. up. It was a good movie. And I feel like... Go fucking yeah, see it. It's a great movie for mothers. Um, for all ages, especially for... Um, for like, yeah, for mothers who have done a lot for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, it's, it's nice when, when seeing, like, TikTok videos about dads going all out. Uh, making watching the Barbie movie a great experience for their kids, and like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is it's it's such a great bonding moment, and it's this movie has really done a lot for a lot of people. It's it's healed a lot of people's inner child for if sure. they're not children. <laughs> so, for sure, you know. Um, I mean, that's all I got to really say. Me too. Um, maybe next episode we'll talk about Bluey. Sure. I'm kidding. Nah, nah. Uh, we are gonna pretty much end it here y'all um mm-hmm. watch the movie movies are my favorite storytelling medium yeah stories are movies are very moving 
you seen the name um <laughs> and just go see more movies uh, support your local cinema yeah. uh if y'all haven't if y'all got a screening to go watch this movie called shortcomings that's my bar <laughs> that's my barbie yes i mean oh, barbie's man. barbie's barbie too but like yes shortcomings was definitely my like Holy shit! Like we, I, I was wrecked. By we that were event. able to watch that for free because, uh, due with thanks to Pack Arts Movement, yeah. Pacific Arts Movement, and we watched that like last Thursday. Yeah. And I, technically, we both went in blind. You did, you did for sure. I read the synopsis. I saw like a little snippet of it that came up on TikTok, like fifteen seconds of it. But even then, I didn't really get much out of it. I'm just glad we didn't watch. We both didn't watch the trailer. Cause I give away too much, <laughs> yeah. and and I, I'm glad um, we were able to watch it for free. Oh yeah. And now it's out, and I hope I get something like some kind of recognition because that was really good. Mm-hmm. That was like what Randall Park's directorial debut. It's great. It's a great time. And great comedic yeah. timing for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we're gonna go ahead and end it here. Yeah. Uh, feel free to give us your like thoughts on barbie yeah i know that you can send us a message over on our instagram yeah doesn't have to be public just send it to us private Mm -hmm. we would love to read your uh thoughts on this episode and just what we talked about uh yeah and then also um just another like call to action here guys follow our tiktok follow our instagram we're still uploading stuff there all the time especially on our instagram not all the time okay and then also (laughs) i want to just go ahead and say it here thank you to thank you to my coworker. Uh, Christian, he actually came up with a great idea. Mm. If we hit 100 followers on our Instagram, how many do we have on TikTok? Uh, TikTok, it's, I think that's already 100. But Instagram, we're stuck at 88. We're stuck at 88. If we get to 100 followers on Instagram, guys, we're going to do an episode. That's going to be my idea. You ready? Yeah. You ready to hear it? Mm-hmm. Blindfold Trader, Do- Trader Joe's taste test. Oh, okay. Yay, yeah. food. Eyes, and then We're going to get like three to five items from Trader Joe's. Each of us? And we're going to okay. f- feed it to each other blind. Oh, okay. So, like, one person's... So, like, I'll be blindfolded, and you'll be feeding me the stuff you got? Yeah, and you have to guess what so, it is. Oh, shit. I don't know anything about But then also, I'm going to put it into a bowl, and you have to grab it. Okay. If they're able to be put into a bowl? Like what it, if it, it, What it, if it's, like, spoon... You have to spoon feed. What if it's, like, a salsa? Mm, actually, I think touching it will give it away, so I'm going to just give it to you. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just feed me. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, guys, that's gonna be your little and then, challenge. And then I said, well, you said you said um, if we get to three hundred followers, but I wanted to do. I mean, obviously, it's gonna take a while. I just need to be on top of my game, <laughs> social media wise. But if we get to three hundred followers on both Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> Reedan said that he will. <laughs> he he agreed that he will wear a uh, period cramp simulator. <laughs> You know, so he can he can really relate to women all around. So that's nice. So so yeah, that's only three hundred followers for both, right? For TikTok and Instagram. And once we hit that, we're gonna buy one and then like I don't know. I'll be giving we'll do like a little trivia thing about periods or some shit like that. <laughs> and and like the the pain will like go up throughout the episode right you agreed to that right shake hands come on mm. what 
so you can really understand what it's like. You always say like, if I could take away your pain, like I I take it, I I give you a break. This is it. <laughs> what? Okay. 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 Have a good week, guys. See you next time. See you. See ya. Get out of here. Bye. 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 Bye.